0: God is the God of the universe. God is the God of everybody. And that is what John was referring to when he said that the one that does not love does not know God. But the confidence that you must have in the word of God from within, that deep assurance. The heaven is a state of happiness which comes as a result of living a useful life. The heavenly pursuit is usefulness. The heavenly pursuit is love. In the wisdom of God, it is universal. It is universal because it does not belong to a certain set. Thank the Lord so much for how far He has brought us. This morning, it is my prayer that what the Lord has for us will tie everything together for us. Amen. Amen. So, since Thursday, we've been considering be filled with the Spirit. Amen. Be filled with the Spirit. And I believe that a good picture has been painted before us. Amen? A good picture has been painted before us. And I believe also that we have made our decisions as to how we intend to live our lives from here. Amen? All right. So I want to continue from where we left off. Still making reference to the natural man. So the natural mind is natural man. You get it? Yes. The Kana mind is Kana man. And the spiritual mind is spiritual man. Amen? Amen. Yes. So I want to still look at that. One of the interesting experiences, and I know some of us have had an experience like that is to hold a gadget that you don't know inside. Are there all the gadgets that you don't know inside? Like some of us are holding phones and all that we know to do with the phone is to make calls or to WhatsApp. What do you think? So you are holding a big time phone, maybe an iPhone 14 or iPhone 14 Pro Max. Uh, <laughs> so it's a Pro Max. Uh, I remember when I went to visit a friend with my parents, and they had a very small keyboard, small one, organ. So I don't know if it's And then I came home, and I cried. And I told my father that I also want a keyboard. And then my father said he'll get me a keyboard. So one day, he came down to Ghana, and he bought this parcel. And it was a Yamaha keyboard. (laughs) Is it PS 180? Oh, it's not PS. PSR 180, those days. Now, there's like 1990. 697, they about to. Yeah, it's 90s. It's not 2000. Yes, so at that time, (laughs) so he brought it. Oh! I was in class four. Yeah. So that's when the PSR 180 Yamaha keyboard came. So class four, Boy, they put this big, it was a big keyboard. They put it before us. Now, now, the keyboard that you said you wanted, (laughs) it has come. (laughs) So, I mean, that's an example of having something that, according to your mind and how you intended to deal, what is before you is too big for what you are capable of, you get it. So you will underutilize it. So we used to press, press it. Then they said no. The way we are pressing, pressing the keyboard, they got us a teacher. So every Saturday, the teacher will come. They are time when he's coming, we are hiding. <laughs> because the time that you are playing Saturday like four p.m. Hey, that's one of the lessons I like. When you are asking for something, you have to be careful. You get it, and some of us we are like that. We see something, wow, wow, wow! Like some of you, maybe you want to drive a certain car, Range Rover. Do you get it? So you get the Range Rover, you sit inside. Then you look at all the things inside the car. Do you get it? And you realize that all that you will do is to move the car. From one place to the other and return. That's all. And this thing that you are going to use this Range Rover for, a Toyota Corolla can do the same thing. Do you get it? No, the Range Rover has specs that is making it expensive, but those specs you don't even know. <laughs> all that you want is a car that you can connect your phone via Bluetooth. And then uh, Reverse camera, so when you are reversing, you will not hit anything. That's all. What do you think? Yeah, so you sit in the car, it feels very powerful, right? Then after a few days, that's all. So you just enjoyed the fact that it's a highly spec car. And then probably the status that comes with owning such a car. Then they'll say, hey! Your shocks are sports. Then they will say, bring 5,000 to go and buy shocks. They say, hey! You see? So that kind of underutilization of gadgets because we lack the know how, we lack the skill set. We, the ones that will be operating the gadgets, we don't have the necessary know-how or qualification. And even the uses that the gadgets can perform, we don't even need those things. They are not things that we really need. I have a PC that I was using to edit videos. So we went to the phone shop, wanted to transfer something from an old phone onto the machine. And the guy said, hey, when I left, the guy asked Mamadi, Whose PC is this? Then my <laughs> the said, Oh, it's mine. And the guy said, It's a highly specced machine. So my told me that she, also in her head, said that they should come and see the PC lying in the house there. <laughs> You see, so now this is a clear case of a PC that is highly spec That may be in the hands of someone else, the machine will be burning and heating up. <laughs> honest, but in my hand, I turn it on to read PDF that I don't have on my phone. <laughs> and to type things when I don't want to type it on my phone, which is rarely, because when I want to type something, when it's on my phone, you see, so I type it there. And then also when there is light off and I want to charge my phone, I connect the phone to the laptop because it has battery. And then so now see a highly spec. What is what is the, what are the specs, for, you know, What's the RAM? The RAM was 16, like right? 16 gigs. I seven 10th generation. Okay. It's what what's the name of the Lenovo Legion? Wow. So now I have a Lenovo Legion in my house. Even this morning I saw it. I was looking for my car key. I was looking for my car key and then Salian's bag was on the Lenovo Legion too. So I, I was checking under the bag, then I saw the Lenovo Legion, you see. So it's there. It's there now. You see. I'm sure those of you who know machine inside, you'll be thinking of the renderings. That, I know some of you media people, you want this my machine, right? Yeah, I've thought of lending it to you, but I also wonder if I want to read my PDF, how will I read it, you see? So, it's there. <laughs> you want to swap, eh? Why do you want to swap? Because you have greater use for it, right? Now, you know, that's what the Spirit of God is also telling your carnal mind. <laughs> that he has greater use for this, your natural mind. So we should swap. What do you think? Uh, because this, your carnal mind, is underutilizing your person. Now, when the canal mind is utilized, we are like animals. Like you see, I've turned this machine into a pentium. <laughs> because what I do, a pentium, what? Pentium M. You remember Pentium M? A Pentium M can do it. So this is what I've done. I've taken a Lenovo what Legion and I've turned it into a Pentium M. It doesn't even have core anything. It's not called before core thinking. You remember Windows 98? What Windows 98 can do. That is what I'm using the 11 on the Lenovo Fusion. That's what I'm using it for. To read a PDF, to charge my phone when it's light off. Do you see? And then to do what? To type a few things. Recently, I was watching Bo and Salyan wanted to watch cartoons on Netflix, so that is another use that the machine was put to. So I turned on the machine and then I went to Netflix on the machine so that she can watch Netflix. What do you think? Yeah, that's how your phone is. Like this phone like this, I know it's being underutilized because again, we read things on it, we type notes, right, and then what? watch YouTube videos, send WhatsApp messages, make calls. All this, uh, Huawei. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it can't do it, right? Yeah. Now that's how sad it is. So now, when you take a phone like this, because you, you get used to how it has been underutilized, and this is my, machine. It's value. It's like when you come and see it lying there, it's like it doesn't have value. Do you see? There's dust. At times, some food particles fall on it and then oil and then it gets stained on it. Do you see? It's there. Do you see? And it's because it's been underutilized. And that's what normally happens with us when the karma mind is ruling we become so underutilized that we get used to the life. We get used to it. We get used to being mere animals, you see? And at times, it's even unbelievable. Like somebody tells you, this your phone can do this thing?" It can, you, you, you can't believe it because in your hands, it can't do anything. But in the hand of a skillful person, and the one that has the know-how to place greater demand on the specs of the phone, the phone can do wonders, right? That is how we are. We come highly spec by God. Do you know what the Bible says? They know not, neither would they understand. They walk on in darkness, all the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said unto you, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High.
1: But ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. They
0: know not, neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. This is our speck. I have said, ye are gods. Hallelujah. And all of you are children of the Most High. But because we have been underutilized, and we have become like serpents who eat from the dust, because the carnal mind has ruled over us, we don't know. So we have gotten used to being underutilized. So now we are talking about being filled with the spirit of God, but we don't have any imagination as to what we could be. Do you see? And it is because we have been underutilized for a long time. But the beautiful thing is that no matter how underutilized we have been, in the hand of a skillful person, all our usefulness, which hitherto had been buried underneath our lack of know-how, can be resurrected. And we can now begin to operate according to what God had in mind when he made us. And that is what God wants. That this underutilization of his choicest creation
1: will stop. It will stop. That we would actually come to our
0: full potential. That's all that God wants. That this will stop. This underutilization that has gone on for so long that. We can't even begin to think of any other life apart from the one that we are in, ruled by the carnal mind. We can't think of any other life. We can't think of any other thing. All that we know of our mind and of the powers of our mind is in solving equations and dealing with natural things. We don't know that our minds have a capacity that goes beyond the natural. That our minds are able to tune into realities that are beyond the senses. That something greater can fail us and make us champions. Something greater can fail us and make us supermen. So, what do you think? This underutilization must stop, right? We are selling ourselves short. It must stop. It will shock you that in the hands of the Holy Ghost, you will do great things, things that you could never imagine. In the hands of the Spirit of God, you do great things you feel you are limited. You feel you are weak. It is because you are not in the hands of the Holy Ghost. The limitation persists because you are a mere man. You are at best an animal. All that is alive in us is the lower things, the animalistic instincts. That's the best we know, but there are higher instincts untapped and because of that there are higher possibilities and like Pastor Kampa was saying when he was leading us we must become seekers of such possibilities the best God can do is to call us and to give us an idea as to what is possible but it is left to us to begin to seek him hallelujah But He promises us that when we seek Him for the Spirit, He will not turn us away. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He will give us the Spirit when we seek Him for it. So that is our assurance.
1: That is our assurance. When we seek Him for the Spirit of God, he will give unto us
0: the spirit so that we can rise up from the dust so that we can be properly utilized so that the higher capacities of our beings can be opened and activated so that the kind or the types of men that God had in mind when he made the earth will once again walk on the surface of this earth. The Bible says that creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. Creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. But the problem is that some of us have seen people who claim to be led by the Spirit of God and what we saw was not anything. And it is because these were carnal people who did not really have the Spirit of God in them, but gave themselves to certain impressions which demons can supply to men. And they called it being filled with the Spirit of God. And we saw them, and these were men that were in bondage to the rudiments of this world. So we think that we
1: know what it means to be filled with the Spirit of God, but we don't. We don't. To be filled with the Spirit of God is not about falling down or
0: shaking in your body, even though it can happen that way, but it is about superior qualities which were before hidden being revealed, superior qualities which were before buried being unearthed. so that the man who before lived like a mere man will live as God's own man. That is what it means to be filled with the Spirit of God. Endowed with capabilities which were before buried. Exposed to realities which before were not tuned into so far as its frequency is concerned. We were not tuned into such realities before. And it is in such realities that power also exists. Because it must be obvious to us that power exists in the spirit realm. And it is the man full of the spirit of God who has access to such power power to bring forth all good, all the good that God has determined. That is what we can become. It is not about speaking with tongues. It is about having a new understanding, a new reality. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. It shall make us free. It is this truth, this reality that God operated with when he walked the earth. The disciples made a remark when he rose up and calmed the storms. Said, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the seas obey him. These are the contrary winds. These are the contrary wisdoms and the falsehoods that go out of such wisdom. This is the, the darkness that cover men. But Jesus, when he walked the earth, even the winds and the seas obeyed him. And it was because he was full of the spirit. The apostle said that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, that he went about doing good, and healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. He said, God was with him. That is the difference. God was with him. For God was with him. That is the difference. That when God took on the human, It was through the agency of his spirit that the human took on capabilities or assumed capabilities that ordinary men did not have. It was through the agency of his spirit. And it is this spirit that God is calling us to receive. When Jesus came from the wilderness, he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. He
1: has anointed me. The the, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. It is this spirit upon us. Hallelujah. And the idea
0: of upon has to do with the swallowing up of the weakness of the the human, so that the strength which the spirit supplies shall now become resident in that human. That is what it means to be upon. It means that it captures you, it clothes you, and it covers you, so that what the state that before you were in is no more operational. You assume a new state. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty
1: them that are bruised. There is a higher capacity there is a higher level of oppression.
0: It is enough. The sad thing is that the gadget that is underutilized goes through its lifespan and gets spoiled, and it was underutilized. Let us not go through our earthly lifespan being underutilized, that's all that happened. We were underutilized because another spirit. yeah, hey, hey. And it was not just about being underutilized. We were now used for things that we were not made for, such that we, we were We have been debased and turned into things that, that
1: is, is like princes that are being treated as purpose. We should not allow it to happen. At least we must know that
0: there is a higher calling. Like the prodigal son, when the canal mind was finished with him, what he was doing was that he was eating the food that was given to the pigs. That was how far he had sunk. He was eating the food that was given to pigs,
1: But he woke up one day and he said, no, I'll go back to my father's house. This kind of humiliation is enough. I will go back to my father's house. we also must do the same. It is enough with this bitterness,
0: with this anger, with this hatred, with this love for the world, with this love for self,
1: turning us into weaklings. 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 Being troubled with things
0: that don't matter. Fierce anxieties and evil interest. And ah, men that were made to pursue the greatest of all good are now pursuing evil
1: with all their might. It's It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. You can be better than you are. And when God is finished with you, you will be shocked. And you will thank him for the rescue. You will thank him for the rescue. Because you will see that what you were doing with yourself, which you called life. Paul said that we were dead in trespasses and sins. What you called life was not life. What you called joy was not joy. What
0: you called peace, fulfillment, no. It was just a mirage that was offered to you. Just enough of it to keep you bound. Just enough of it. Even prisoners that are kept in prison from time to time are allowed into the yard, the prison yard. When they come into the yard, they experience things that people outside are experiencing. They experience the sunshine, fresh air, but they will return into the prison house. It's just a temporary experience. And some of us, we think we know joy, but it is the joy of a
1: prisoner, not proper joy. We think we know peace, but we don't. And because we have known this
0: life for a while, and we don't know any other life, we have convinced ourselves that this is the normal life. But this is not. This is not. This is not. There is a version of you that can rule. Do you know what John said? He said, Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. You can live that overcoming life. You can live a life that. Nothing that
1: is of this world can rise to touch you. You are above all these things. You can live a life that is beyond being broken. You can live a life that is beyond
0: being offended. You can live a life that is beyond fear, that is beyond anxiety. You can live a life. You see, these needs of yours, they say, oh, but they are needs, nice. but they are needs, nice. you see. And that because of that, they deserve
1: all your heart. You can live a life that they are not like that anymore. They are not like that anymore. You can reign over them. You can ascend beyond their reach. And that is what God is offering us. Imagine. Imagine
0: that these cares that plague you, some you try to satisfy and you are able to. And because of that, you think you are happy. Some you try to satisfy and you are not able to. And because of that, you become sad. Like this morning, what has made you sad? What has made you sad? What is it that is out of your reach that In remembering that it's out of your reach, you became very sad.
1: What is it that you are trying to work out that it is not working out? These things, you can get to that realm, which is the realm of the spirit where
0: they don't make you sad anymore. They may not change, and you will see that you don't even need them to change. (sighs) It is the enemy that has power over you that you think must leave your vicinity.
1: The enemy you have tamed is a pet. You understand that? The enemy that does not have power over you doesn't need to leave your vicinity. So if you think your troubles must end, Because
0: your troubles have power over you. What if you can have power over your troubles? It is not your troubles that give you perspective in life. But you have perspectives that determine to you what your troubles are. They place your troubles in their rightful place. You then will not... You think that your troubles is what must end. But you can ascend to a point where your troubles don't have to end. You know, Jesus in the boat, we can learn something from his behavior in the boat because he rose up to calm the waters, he rose up to calm the wind, not for his own sake. Because with what he was operating, the idea was that let us sleep in this boat, whilst the tempest is tossing us about. That was Jesus' faith. That is why he said that the disciples, they have little faith. They, little faith, you see, in spirituality, little faith is not that you have somebody, it's not
1: enough. Little faith is no faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So left to Jesus... The wind does not need rebuking. Do you understand? Left to Jesus. The seas do not require
0: rebuking. Left to Jesus, let the seas rage. Let the wind be as boisterous as it can be. We are in it. The key is that. We are immovable, unshakable. Why? Because we live from a different economy. Wow. What do you think? It would be nice, right? If you could be immune to the wind that is blowing in your life now. The reason why you want it to stop is because you are not immune. If you were immune to the troubles, you would not require that it stops. So instead of praying that the troubles will stop, why not pray that you are filled with the Spirit such that you become immune to the troubles? Well, when you pray that the troubles stop, another set of troubles will emerge Always the troubles emerge. How many of you are done with all your troubles in this life? Hallelujah. How many of you thought when one trouble be what ended, all your troubles are done, and you realize that, no, another set of trouble. So if you, even what you are dealing with, you think that if one thing happens, then you calm down. When that thing happens, then you realize that something else also comes. That makes you not calm down. Do you see? Yeah. If only you had money, you feel calm. And you feel stable. You feel secured. So at that time, you did not know that you had insecurities when it comes to losing money too. Your insecurity is about not having it. But when it comes to what if now you have it and you fear that you lose it, you don't know that one. So all that you are thinking, if this trouble will stop. So God, all your prayers. You see, that is why the Christianity that say that so <laughs> it's not Christianity. Oh. It's not who oh. you think that it is. You see, but it's not. It's the carnal mind that is ruling quietly, making the material the end that men have in mind. You see? So you say, oh, pray to God that God will supply you. Ah, if only I got a job. All your troubles will end. How I many of you got a job and you realize that a new set of troubles have begun? Wow. You see? So you get money, and then it's like that trouble is going to, It's not. it's the same trouble. The trouble that made you insecure because you did not have, a lot of money it is that same trouble that transposes itself it moves itself into now that the money isn't it the same thing There's, you fear that you don't have money now having had the money you fear you lose it it's the same thing you see then that's your now. then you move to secure all your money because that is the only way that fear will go right you send some here, you send some here. Then, you see, that when you hear things like the possibility of haircuts, <laughs> you know haircuts. You get it? Then you begin to feel like, that let's just take our money and dig a hole under our bed, right? Now, you turn into a strange person. Because it will become real to you that even the money you have made, you cannot secure it. So what will you do? Make more. So that even if some is lost, some will remain, right? Various ideas. The more you make, the more you realize it can also be lost. Actually, those that don't have a lot of money don't know how quickly you can lose your money. You see, so maybe you think that it's difficult to lose a million dollars. It's because of your level. When you become one who has the level of a million dollars, you know that you can just do and it will vanish. Wrong move, but it vanishes. You see? So what do you do? So which one works? Pray that you be delivered from this attachment to money. That way you can ascend. It means that in your dealing with money, money does not have an impact on your soul. You have ascended. You have ascended. That is how you understand that indeed all things work together for good. That's why you can understand Paul when he said that he has learned to be content in whichever situation that... It's not like I'm not content, but they say we should be content, so let's be content, no. There is a place where these things cannot move you. And experiences in life, and life as we deal with it, we are constantly being shown what can move us. And instead of it being a message to us then let's get more of these things so that we cannot be moved. It should be a lesson to us as to who is ruling. And that is that it is the canal and we should change rulership so that our specs can be fully utilized. And these base things will not be able to affect us like the way they do. Now if you make up your mind that you are going to let go of this base life and ascend unto the life of kings and priests. God says that if ye, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more will your heavenly father not give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? He tells a story that how many of you, having a friend, and you go to that friend at midnight, telling him that a friend who has journeyed to your house has come. And you need three loaves of bread to give to that friend. And this, your friend will tell you that I'm in bed together with my children, so I cannot rise up and help you. Jesus said that even if this, your friend tells you that because of your importunity, because of your pressing, this friend will get up and then give it to you. Then he said, ask, and it shall be given. So much in this simple parable. The midnight is when you are transitioning into a new day. It's that middle ground between the night and the morning. The journeyman is the pilgrim. Even though it's a friend, it is that part of you that is journeying and is seeking that transformation. Transformation.
1: And what is required is the Spirit of God.
0: If ye know how to give good gifts, if you rise up to seek the Lord for the Spirit, the Lord will not deny you. Your problem will be that you did not seek. Your problem will be that you did not ask. Your problem will be that you did not knock. Now, we know that to ask with the mouth is not enough, right? It is rather to ask with the obedience. And the Lord says that we will not be denied.
1: That's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. So at times, you are trying to push to become
0: something, but you are not sure whether you will become it, right? Whether what is being promised you is waiting for you at the end of the journey. Whether the journey will be futile or not. Whether it will be worth it. The Lord is saying that you will have the spirit. And he shows you that this friend there, eh, he got what he was looking for because of his importunity. In other words, it did not depend on his other friend that was in bed. And that's what the Lord is telling us, that there is an assurance from His side so that our receiving the Spirit does not depend on Him because with Him, His hands are stretched towards us. Our receiving the Spirit depends on our never-see-die attitude, to not give up no matter how much we are pressed no matter how much the carnal mind rises up against us, to not give in to the carnal mind and to keep pressing that the carnal mind may be defeated. That is where it is. It is not on God. It is not on God.